Hello out there on Podcast Line, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we cry a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. Hello. Hello. This week, in honor of Valentine's Day, we're jumping back into the world of the Fifty Shades by watching 2017's Fifty Shades Darker. Fifty Shades of Grey, the first movie we did a year or two ago. I forgot when, what, whenever the timeline was. So we did that one. And, uh, yep, we're back in that world. Yeah. With Anastasia Steele and Christian Grey. Super creative names. <laughs> Let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go from <laughs> Is there. Is it Creative Grey or Christian Grey? Christian Grey. Christian. Yeah, I heard creative. I just said pretty, I said real creative names. Oh. The, all right. This movie was directed by James Foley. His most notable work is he did Glen Gary, Glen Ross. Did you ever see that? No, I want to see that. That's the copies for closures only. Yep. That's, that's the only thing I know about the movie. Dude, that cast is fucking amazing. It's Pacino, Kevin Spacey, Jack Lemmon, Alan Arkin, Ed Harris. Um, uh, this is like from the it? 80s though, right? No, it's in the early 90s. Oh, okay. And uh, the fucking, you cash the check. Whenever I hear someone like <laughs> talking about checks or cashing it, I always think of that guy that Pacino fucks over in that movie because it's about guys who sell real estate. Okay. And uh, Pacino met this guy at the bar and he convinced him to buy all this fucking land. And then he came back the next day because his wife uh, told him, you got to get the check back. So he comes back and he's like, oh, Mr. Link, I have to take my friend here to the airport. It was nice seeing you. He's like, I, I, need, I need my check back. And he goes, oh, but it'll cash in three days. What's today? He goes, today's the third day. No, because you're not counting Monday. Like, he's doing all this bullshit to, to, okay. and then Kevin Spacey is the office manager. He comes out and he's uh-huh. like, uh, oh, Mr. Link, we cashed your, sh- you, we, that, that check went to the bank this morning, sir. And he's like, you cashed the check. <laughs> so I never hear anything with okay. checks. I was thinking that one guy. Okay. You've seen him before. Oh, okay. it's the fucking, um, the high sparrow. Oh, Game of Thrones. It's okay. that guy. All right. Yeah. You cashed the check. So when I was watching Game of Thrones, I, that's all I was thinking. <laughs> he was talking to Cersei, like, you cashed the check. Uh, this movie stars. Hold on. By yes. the way, uh-huh. it was almost two years to the day that we did the first Fifty Shades. Oh shit! Well, they come out around Valentine's Day. Yeah, That's and it I was mean. because of Sea Salt. Oh, Sea Salt recommended it. That's why we did it. Okay, our Australian fan mm-hmm. likes to torture us with movies. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Yeah, thanks. This movie stars Dakota Johnson, Jamie Dornan, Eric Johnson, Rita Ora. Marsha Gay Harden, and Kim Basinger. Let me do a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. While Christian Gray wrestles with his inner demons, Anastasia Steele must confront the anger and envy of the women, or women. Oh, now there's women. There's two. Yeah, women, there's two. Who came before her. I ask this every week. Have you ever seen this before? No. Maestro? Negative. I saw this opening weekend <laughs> with my wife. It was a double date. Her and her uh, uh, friend. So it was her, her friend and her husband, and then me and Sarah. Sarah read all three books, oh. so she's like, "We got to watch all the movies." So that's okay. so Fifty Shades Freed. Freed. I'm gonna yeah. be watching it this weekend. Oh, you lucky bastard! I don't know if you're tuned in, babe. I don't know if you can see who who's in, but yeah. Oh, she is in. I see it. Yep, we're watching it, babe. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I saw this movie, and um, does, does she wow. say whether or not these hold up to the book, or is like the book she, better? She doesn't remember the books. Oh, okay. She has a general idea of what happens in the books, but she doesn't remember details. Okay. So um, she admits like, yeah, they're ridiculous, but, you know, I read the books. I got to watch them. Okay. 
So she at least admits that it's kind of like your theory about like horror movies, like Zombievers. Like, yeah, they know it's ridiculous. They know they're being dumb. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so she she acknowledges that um, these aren't the greatest movies in the world, right? But she likes them. Uh huh. You know, there, I, I was listening to some podcast. Oh, and then they um, the hosts were talking about how it's okay to like a movie. Like, take for example, like think of like a really dumb Bruce Willis movie. Like, um, <laughs> no, 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 just using it because that's your boy. Um, no, okay. no, let's stick with this. Let's go with some really dumb one. Yeah, just something that's really like just dumb that you like that maybe other people wouldn't like. Oh, uh, probably let's go with the kid then. Okay, the Disney's the kid. Disney's the kid. Beautiful. With Bruce Willis. Okay, so you would say I really like the kid, and then yeah, it had some heart touching things. People online would be like, "Fuck that movie." Yeah. Hey, it's okay to like a movie. <laughs> and now that's in my head. And I'm like, oh my God. So I feel like that's how like Sarah views these movies. Like, hey, it's okay to like a movie, okay. guys. All right. I wish I could share that same kind of uh, <laughs> thoughts, but I, I no. Especially not movies on these on this podcast. Yeah. It's it's real hard to like a lot of them. Most of them. Yeah. Unless it's our uh, birthday or uh, thankful yeah. <laughs> month. <laughs> All right. So. So do you remember how the last Fifty Shades of Grey left off? I thought I did, but okay. the way this one starts off, it, uh, it's very confusing. Okay. So he – let me refresh your memory. Christian Grey uh, gives her a contract and right. lists the boundaries, what you can or cannot do. And she puts a little sticky so we're not going to do anything, no fisting. It, it, what, yeah, I yeah. remember it, that. Being. It was something like that. Yeah. And pretty much he went too rough with her. So she left him. Well, she asked for it. Yes, yes, yes. You do remember not, that. Not like in like a rapey type of thing, but like literally she said, I want you to show me as as, as bad as it gets uh-huh. or as, as hard as it gets or as it something, something as it like gets. That. And he went too hard. She didn't like it. So she ditched him. And the movie ends with the elevator door is about to close. Yeah. And she goes, he goes, Annabelle, Christian, directed by so-and-so. Right. So it's basically she cuts him off. She cuts him off. That's the world we're in now. Yeah. So it takes place a little bit after that. Right. Mm-hmm. You okay? You taking a breath there? Uh, (laughs) There's a lot about this movie that I really hated. Now, explain for the people who don't know. Yeah. You are a little familiar with this world of the BDSM, like, culture and stuff. Yeah. I I, I have knowledge. I have have friends that are into it. Mm -hmm. I uh, I, I know more than the average person. I I never uh, participated. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was never for me. I have no interest in actually doing these things. But... I do have a very curious mind, so I, I, I dove headfirst into give me all the information you got. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of information, and uh, it, it's an interesting, interesting world, which this movie it just pisses on. Yep. Uh, and, and not for pleasure. Uh-huh. Uh, just in It just messes it all up. If you're taking your idea of what BDSM is from this these and these movies, you're, you're, out, you're out of your mind. Then you might as well take what Kami's from, from uh, uh, what is Big Trouble. <laughs> Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Whatever. Uh-huh. It's it's not it's it's, it's not a accurate representation, and it's just. And, and you said on the trivia last time that the, the, the BDSM community was pissed off at the movie. Yes, because they depicted it as acts of rage, which is not what it is yep. a, about. Uh, if you listen to our Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey episode, Adam goes. I do remember this. Adam went into a whole um, rant about how. It, the, these movies are so inaccurate mm-hmm. to the BDSM community. Yeah. So Insert rant back to that. here. Right. Yeah. yeah. So go back to that episode. Yeah. 
but th- th- this movie is, is was was upsetting for a whole new reason this time. Okay. Oh, really? Because because this one. they didn't really touch on the BDSM stuff that much. Mm-mm. No, like like barely at all. Uh, yeah, there's only like. And two in fact, scenes. one time, hugely, just like spat in the face of it, like aggressively. Then uh-huh. we'll get we'll get to that point when it, when it gets there because that 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 got me all pissed off. Uh, but the the way the time is flowing in this movie, it, it's 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 unclear to me. If this takes place over the course of a year, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm much more okay with how this movie plays out. Oh, okay, but it seems like this is like two weeks since the movie started. It, we're at the end of the movie, uh-huh. and that there's not there's there's so many things that should not be happening in that short period of time, uh-huh. emotionally speaking. Uh, that that was incredibly upsetting. The bad acting again was also in there. There's still no chemistry. That, I think that was our biggest complaint from the first movie. These two, your leads, your your oh, I love her so much, I love him so much. They have no chemistry together. Yeah, they they like. It feels like they just pulled them off the street. Like okay, be in a movie. Yeah, here are your lines. <laughs> Read them. To who? That guy. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. And, and and we're off. Why? In, in this one, at least, they, they, they did show a couple of little, like, playful scenes between them. We're like, oh, yeah, I guess they do have somewhat of a relationship. Uh-huh. But the, but the, there was no character development. That was another thing. They seemed to, like, from one scene, like, all right, now we're on this stage. Uh-huh. We passed that scene. Therefore, we all upgraded to a new level of emotional investment and whatnot. Right. Based on, based on what? <laughs> there's, there's nothing to draw off of for them to mm-hmm. actually have that connection that has gotten to where they are now. Yep. It's just, it's all, everything's in fast forward. Mm-hmm. Fast forward. Like I said, this line, that triggers the next level. But you didn't, you don't see them actually achieving that level together. Yeah. yeah. There's no together at all. Exactly. They, they never defeat the boss. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, <laughs> if you're going to play together, you have to be in this like group. <laughs> right. So they have to have the, yeah, the swing of the sword. Dance. Yeah, the victory dance. All of them have to have the victory dance. Uh, Final Fantasy VII oh, yeah. okay. uh, music. <laughs> so the BDSM, there's not a lot of it in this movie. There's, no. like, I think, two scenes of it. I, I would even mm. say none. <laughs> there, there's, there's some light bondage. Uh-huh. Uh, but there isn't, like, it, it's, not, it's not as far as it went in the first movie. Yeah. Very light bondage. Mm-hmm. Gee, God, now that I think about it, is it, is it even going to be in the third one? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where they're going with this. Because the first movie sets up like, whoa, look at this crazy world. Uh-huh. And the second movie's like, we're going to back away from that. Yes, Sorry. exactly. We're going to give you less BDSM and just a lot more sex. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just, this, this was a porn. We were watching a porno. That's what this was. And again. Saw, it was on Cinemax, but it was still. And again, just like the first one, this was a book series written for women. It, it's an erotic take on Twilight. Yeah. Fan, Twilight fan fiction that was erotic. And all you see is her naked. Yeah. It's for the guys, the husbands like me who are dragged to see the movie, I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an interesting point. I heard there's this porno that's out there that's based upon, like, pirates. And it's so um, – they put so much money into making it with the graphics and the the acting and the, and the sets mm-hmm. that the movie itself is worth more than I think this would probably ever <laughs> – Ooh, wait till I get to the numbers. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! This is gonna be. I'm already. This depresses me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I blow? Did I bury the lead? I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that part later. Mm-hmm. So let's just, let's just go through this. Uh, it, it starts off. She's off uh, by herself now. Mm-hmm. She's got. Her, uh, I think is it a new job. So so she's the assistant to the fiction publisher of this publishing house in Seattle. Because you know Seattle. When you think of publishing. Oh, not, yeah. not New York. Right. No, Seattle. No, no. Right. 
Yeah, Seattle. Well, you think coffee and you think publishing. Like, it's yep. synonymous. And yep. rain. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> rain's third to publishing. Yes. <laughs> he, yeah, she's, uh, she's working under this guy who you can tell instantly he's like a fucking creep. Oh, yes. You just, I remember when I first saw this movie, right when I saw just him on his phone walking into his office and he's like, hi, hi Anna, or whatever. I was like, he's going to try to fuck her later. I already know it. <laughs> I didn't read the book. I don't know what's happening. Just my vibe. Yeah. He's going to try to fuck her later. What? You, just because he said, hi, Anna? No, he looks like he's the, a, the, yeah. he looks like he's a scumbag. Oh. Yeah. So what about the guy from like the disaster artist? Hi, Mark. <laughs> hi, Mark. Oh, real quick. <laughs> no, no, no. Real quick. I was listening to uh, this podcast and they were talking about The Fugitive. Oh. Do you remember The Fugitive? Yes. Do you remember um, – the guy who turned the doctor who t- turns out to be the bad guy. Yeah, remember he's like European the, the or something. The one-armed man. No, 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 not the one-armed man. The guy who, who the one-armed man works for. Oh, his, it wasn't me. It was his doctor friend. Okay, he's European. He has like a European accent. So they were talking about his accent and uh-huh. one, and they, they just started jumping into Tommy's voice like, oh, yeah. like oh hi Harrison. Yeah, oh so his New Orleans accent. Oh here's your car. I borrowed yeah. your car in the beginning of the movie so I can get the no, so I had entryway to your house. Oh you remember? <laughs> you ready to make a movie? And then I think he said, uh, "This is great plot. This is this is great killer plot. It's not yeah. a Mickey Mouse plot. It's a plot." <laughs> I fell into the tongue with that hole again, like two, again? Week, two weeks ago. Oh, no. I just it was, I don't know what brought it up. I think I was trying to <laughs> describe what the movie was to my sister. Like, have you seen the disaster artist? No. Oh, you got to watch the room first. And then I just like, I started pulling up clips. And then uh-huh. uh, an hour later, she's not behind me anymore watching. And I'm just still looking at videos of him. <laughs> well, she doesn't have to watch uh, the room. Sarah didn't see the room and she. It helps. Yeah. It helps a lot. It helps. Like, you'll get the little joke. Like when he says, grab the football. Like when he says that. Yeah. I was like, oh, because there's a lot of football in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So back to this. So, yeah, she's she's been the, the like, head editor's assistant for a while. Right. Now, this this guy wasn't in the first one, right? No. Okay, so this is a whole new thing. So it's been... So he's a brand new character. A, so a few I, months at least then? Maybe so a year? I'm on Wikipedia. I, I, had, I have to read the plot to remember what happened. Okay. <laughs> uh, 18 months. Oh, okay. So it sounds like they ended their thing 18 months ago. And uh, she's still kind of like, oh, I still think about him type of thing. She's yeah. already mm-hmm. – uh, he's still sending her flowers. Yes. So, yeah, uh, she gets some flowers. <laughs> There's a giant bouquet of white roses. And I love this. One of the few things of this movie I love. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed when I, I – I forgot how funny this was. It's like it's like thinking about you or something from Christian Grey. She just yeah. picks the big fucking thing up and she opens the thing for the trash and she's like, mm, better not. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the flowers were twice as big as the trash can. Yes. So they wouldn't have done anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she gets um, invited to her friend. So her f- friend that she put in the friend zone, right. Jose. Yeah. He was a photographer her, from uh, the first movie. Her friend in a, in a glass uh, case. As a basic case of emergency. Oh, that's, yes. That's, that's what that is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been put in there yeah. many oh, times. I, I, I think I, every guy has. I lived in there up Unless, until yeah. a couple years ago. Unless you're like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Every guy's been yeah. put in that situation. Right. <laughs> anyway, she goes. So she goes to this guy's uh, art show. Oh, it's a photo- photography gallery show. Right? Yeah, which I'm, I'm still unclear how this is a thing. Uh, you snap pictures, you print them on canvas, and then you blow them up, and then you sell them for millions of dollars. <laughs> That's what's happening. Like, what the? How is this still a thing in the age of like Instagram? 
Mm-hmm. Where the pictures on Instagram, you'd be like, oh, that's amazing. Uh-huh. And I, then you, you just buy it from them for thousands of dollars? Your camera on this thing is now almost as good as like a, a high-powered – well, not as – you it's, know it's, what it's I mean. It's getting there. It's getting yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting very I comparable. Just, I, since I got the new iPhone, I've, I've been playing with the camera filters, and there are settings on there that are comparable to the DSLR that I have, which I was shocked about. I'm like, well, this is mm-hmm. – wow. Maybe that was on my Android too. I just never knew how to use it. <laughs> So that's not a Mickey Mouse phone. No, it's not a Mickey Mouse. It's big time. Big time phone. Big time phone. Uh, so she goes to her friend's uh, show, and she has no clue. I guess he didn't tell her what, what the yeah. the piece de resistance, the, the main attraction of his yeah. artwork, artwork is. She walks in, and there's giant blown-up pictures of her. Six of them, I think, was the number. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it seems the whole like... subsection of his gallery. <laughs> yeah. So it seems like they're still friends. Do you... In my mind, he's taking pictures of her, and she's like, "What are those for?" Oh, nothing. Uh, just look over there. Like, <laughs> no, it's it's got to be. She knew it was a photo shoot. Yeah. But what, what, what's weird about this to me is that uh, if you're having a gallery and uh-huh. you're going to have humans as the centerpiece, uh-huh. if you do all on one person, that looks creepy. Yes. Like crazy creepy. All that's left now is a couple things. Is like be mine and. Put your face next to hers. Right. Maybe some, like, marker over the eyes. Yeah, some there red, you go. Some red marker over the eyes or something. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> Was there a great big fat person? Yeah. So that, that that's weird on his face. Yes. Uh, so the, the fact that the gallery can be as success, successful as it ended up being, mm-hmm. well. Well, he doesn't own the gallery. Right. I think the gallery lets him put his stuff there. Because the lady who works there says, so we have a buyer buying all six portraits. Yeah. Well, that, that's how galleries work. They're, galleries are mostly just a, a space. Mm-hmm. They have rent the people fluctuating, mm-hmm. art, different artists every time. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was this it was this guy's turn. And uh, somebody buys all six of her giant headshots. Oh, who could it be? Oh, I wonder. And then here he comes. Oh, oh. And she's flustered and like, oh, it was you, wasn't it? Like, I don't like people gawking at you. <laughs> that's, that's his... Uh, I guess flirtation, flirty line to get back in good graces. Yep. Flowers didn't work, so I'm going to just tell you straight out. I don't yeah. like anyone looking at my property. Right. And I'm going to make your friend rich. <laughs> what? Okay. So they leave, so they leave together. Yeah. Well, he says, she, and, like, had dinner with me. Yeah. And she, she says, yes? <laughs> the guy you've been dodging for 18 months? I know! <laughs> the guy who roughs you up a little too much? I, this, this girl? Uh huh. I have dealt with so many times in my life. Okay. But I'm the I'm the I'm the friend telling her what mm. the fuck are you doing? You're Jose at the art yeah, gallery. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. Uh-huh. That guy, the guy you've been bitching about for the past two years that you guys finally broke up, you're gonna go back to that guy? I hate it. It infuriates me. Yep. So this entire movie I was I was just channeling all of my hatred towards all of the friends that I've had mm-hmm. that have willingly gone back to people that were that they knew and I knew were, were gonna hurt them. Yep. That was this one. All right. I know, man. All right, I've been there too. It's called the friend zone. Yeah, not even that. No, no, not, no, not, not even that. No, that's nothing I know. to do with that. Some of them, yes. Oh, <laughs> but not all. because I had plenty of friends over the years that just keep getting hurt, and it's 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 upsetting. It's upsetting. Oh, okay, you got you. Yeah, and he uh, Jose sees him leave, and he kind of looks. Oh, I thought by putting her photos up, she would love me. Yeah, and but by instead, the way, that, I'm that's rich. as far as his character goes in the entire movie. Yep, we see him one more time. And just to get that same look on his face. <laughs> like, oh, no. I guess they are a thing. No, no developments? Nope. No, no backstory? No leading up to how did they become friends or do you, anything? Do you think in the third movie his one scene is going to be at their wedding? And he just, <laughs> oh, man, I guess it's official now. Yeah. 
Speak now, hold your peace. Oh. <laughs> like about to say something and then depressed and walks out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and he get, and Christian gives her a laptop and a new phone. Well, does he? I missed that part. Yeah, it's right after they, they oh, get together okay. for, okay. for dinner. More flags about this whole yeah. dinner thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So at the dinner, like she's, he says, come to dinner with me. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk. And that's it. Nothing else. Just talk. Yep. Before they even get to the goddamn restaurant, he, he makes a move on her. And, they, and like trying to make out with her. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, meh. And uh, all right, fine, fine. I'm sorry. Let's still have dinner. Okay. <laughs> there was the, the terms were set. Mm-hmm. Terms were violated. End of dinner. Mm-hmm. But no. Okay. Sure. They go to dinner. He I tells her, back. I want you back. No no rules, no punishments, no more secrets. They drop her off. Has a surprise. It's, like I said, a brand new iPhone and a laptop. So they start texting. And the one scene that I thought was hilarious was when she's texting him while he's in like his boardroom meeting. Because yeah. I always pictured Christian Gray as like Bruce Wayne. Like he's forced to wear a suit and like, oh man, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I want to like, be in black like, spandex and jump from rooftops. Yeah, like he's like Bruce Wayne, dude. Like he just, yeah. like, does he, Wait, what does he second. do at work? I have a question. Yeah. Does he wear black spandex when no one's looking and jump from rooftop to rooftop? No. Maybe in the red room. He you may, don't know. Yeah, probably oh. in the red room. Mm. It's probably be leather instead of spandex. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, that scene where they're in the boardroom and he's she's telling him, "Oh, I have to go to New York." He's like, "No, I won't allow that." The thing, oh, this is interesting. Yes. This just came to me. Mm-hmm. Similarity between this and the room. Oh. Uh, Mark never you don't know what he does, but the whole point is that they need to make him look like he's busy or seem like he's an important person. So mm-hmm. the first time he's on this, he's he's on scene, like, "Oh, I'm very busy right now," even though he's like sitting in a park in his car, uh-huh. like, "What? I got stuff to do." Okay. To do that. Same thing with Christian. We, it's like, oh, I got a phone call. I got to go. And he, and he leaves. Exit scene. What does, he, what does he do for real? I don't know. What is he actually doing? He's, he's, he just takes phone calls all day. So they, they never show him doing business. They're just like, oh, wait. He might as well say, like, excuse me, I have business to do. And walk off camera. And then <laughs> yeah. come back. He how, reminds, how was business? Business was good. He reminds me of, like, every movie or show with Bruce Wayne. He's like, oh, God, I don't want to fucking be here. Just sits in a boardroom. People chat, 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 chat. And then, yeah. oh, I got to go. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Oh, bi- oh Mr. Business. Okay, yes, I'll be right on there. <laughs> Didn't you just say you had business to do? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> Never know with this guy. So uh, Anna's boss, uh, what's his name here? Jack, the, the creepy looking guy. Yeah. Everyone in the office is going to go out for like a drink after work. So they go to the bar early before everyone else. Supposedly early. Supposedly early. Because apparently it's a big thing that everybody does. They, it's a, like a their... tradition every Friday yeah. after work. And she's even like... Where's everyone else? Ah, they'll be here later. So, yeah. and yeah, yeah. So he's like flirting with her. So, what's your sign? Basically, might as well. Christian comes in and uh, he says, "I'm the boyfriend." Yeah. And then uh, her boss goes, "Oh, I'm the boss." Yeah. Drinks his beer. I'm like, "Oh, touche. I like that." Yeah. So he and uh, no people. So people know who he is, right? Yeah. Like, like in the DC world, if you saw Bruce Wayne, you'd be like, "Oh shit, that's Bruce Wayne." Right. He runs Wayne Enterprises. Yes. In this world in Seattle, for publishing and rain, everyone must know who Christian Gray is, right? Yeah, unless I misremember, even she knew who he was when like they first walked in. The room, yeah. Like, oh, it's Christian. Gray. Well, because later in the movie, when his helicopter goes down, <laughs> the fucking they're covering it like it's like they're covering it like fucking Donald Trump's helicopter went down. Yeah. So this is so people must know. Must this know is who the Trump is. of uh, Seattle. 
You got Trump in New York over there. This is the Trump of Seattle. Everybody knows him. He's he just does business. <laughs> we don't know what kind of business. He's just the business guy. Because he he says in the movie, "I went shopping." She's like, "What'd you buy? Uh, an airline?" Yeah. So that's his business. He just buys companies. Yeah, and publishing houses. And publishing houses. I've always wanted to get into publishing. Yeah. Seems good. Why it's not? A, it's a great time to get in. You know, all, you know, people are buying all these physical books. I know. Paper, man. Paper's on the rise. <laughs> See, mm-hmm. Why? Oh, my business is papyrus. Right. And, and they mean the font? Hmm? There's a, oh, never mind. There's, there's, there's a company. Too. Oh, that uh, Ryan Gosling <laughs> SNL. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> papyrus is a font. Uh, a font that you see all over the place. His, his, his passion in that SNL sketch, I share that. Mm-hmm. Anger towards Papyrus. Even though you don't like Ryan Gosling? Uh, he, I'm turning the corner. Little by little. Oh, okay. Little by little. That's good. Yeah. He's good. Ever since you watched which movie? Uh, I, honestly, I think La La Land was the biggest turning point. I, Other guys a little bit. And then... Is this just your hatred for Drive? That no. makes you hate him? Or? No. It, it was it was before that. Oh, okay. Because actually the beginning was Crazy Stupid Love. I was like, a, oh, okay, he's not as bad as I, I thought he was. Mm-hmm. I forget what, maybe, I don't, I can't say it's the notebook, not on Valentine's, huh? <laughs> I don't, because I don't, I don't remember, but that's the only thing I think I've seen him before then. Mm-hmm. And so for me to not like him, it must have been because of that. I don't remember the movie, though. I remember being romantic and getting a little misty at the end. Mm-hmm. But maybe I didn't like his performance? I don't know. Oh, I forgot to mention, when Anna leaves her building, this young girl goes up to her and she's like, Anna. Yeah. She's like, do I know you? No, never mind. No. This, this is this is this is something that I hated about the movie. They made it seem like this plot point, this chick is going to be a real threat. She shows up, baby. Two more scenes, and then that's it. Hey, whatever happened to that girl? Yeah. Oh, don't worry about her. We took care of it. There's a scene for the new movie in the trailer where Jack, because I think, remember at the end of the movie he's putting the cigarette. That was Jack. Yeah, that was. Jack. I couldn't tell who he was. Yeah, because he was all like. So in this movie. Anna's being held at gunpoint. She has a gun to her head or a knife to her throat, and it's Jack. And if they're following the same formula as this movie, is he just going to be in that one scene and like, hey, what happened to Jack? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He's fine. There's going to be an exposition scene where he, <laughs> he like pops in at the end of the movie like, what was that guy? Oh, hey, it's your old boss. Remember the one that tried to rape you? <laughs> uh-huh. Th- thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's more to the audience than for her, but yeah. So they're cooking dinner back at Anna's place, and uh, he says, I want to buy it. I'm looking at going into publishing, and I want to buy your company. Yeah. She's like, but you'd be my boss. Well, I'd be your boss's boss's boss. Or right. Some, whatever, however the chain of command goes. So inherently, that means boss. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then they hook up here. They have sex here. Yeah. There's a lot more sex in this than, than the first one. Yeah. I don't remember much in the first one, to be honest. The, and... <sighs> I, was t- I think I was too busy being upset by <laughs> stuff. Well, it was always supposed to be like, oh, man, this is Fifty Shades of Grey. It's so, like, exotic and, like, the sex must be wild because it's all beat. This is all tame shit, dude. This yeah. is all, like, Skinamax yep. softcore shit. It is. Now, do, do you think they were trying to make up for the lack of sex in the first one by the over amount of sex in this one? Or do you think they were just doing that because they had to fill up with something sexual because of the last one and got with so much hate? Right. Maybe. Because I honestly don't remember that much sex in the first one. No. Although I do remember, this is, this is a weird kind of deja vu moment that I had. Because okay. uh, I, I put these on my tablet so I can watch them uh, like on my lunch breaks or whatnot at work. 
I, I was watching this at work, and then like a sex scene comes on, like ugh. Oh, uh. Even though I'm in my car far away, I just I like I had to, like I can't watch this while I'm. If somebody walks mm-hmm. by the window right now. <laughs> Adam, Adam Thomas breaks out there in the parking lot. Like this, watching some porn, man. <laughs> no, no, I don't need that. Look at you, man, watching some porn. Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, check this out. Adam's got some porn on his car. <laughs> That's how I pictured it happening. Honestly, so I had to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, but that happened the same time with the first movie. I remember I, I was trying to watch the first movie in my parking lot, and I'm like, oh, I got I can't watch this here. <laughs> I forgot about it, and it happened again. Well, this one has more sex, so yeah. There's a greater chance of you getting caught. Right, exactly. Percentage-wise. Yeah. <laughs> so they're out and about about town, and then Anna notices uh, the stalker chick again. Right. And Christian feeds us some exposition like, oh, she yeah. used to be uh, – he shows her like a file on her, right? No, no, no. This is later. Oh, okay. He basically is like uh, – he says, oh, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Yeah. Like, is that somebody like, – yes, uh, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Believe me. Believe- <laughs> Believe me, I got the best people on it. My boy Taylor. Is it Taylor? Taylor back there. He's going to take care of it. His bodyguard? Yeah. (laughs) Terry, I think. Jerry? Oh, it's Taylor. Yeah, it is Taylor. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. So they shuffle off and uh, I don't know. Now they're going to the ball. Yeah. So his his, (laughs) – I tell you, dude, this guy has to be like Bruce Wayne because (laughs) his mom – well, Bruce Wayne's parents, the dad was a doctor and the mom was in business, I think. She, she but in this in movie, it's flipped because the mom is the doctor and the oh, dad right, right, right. is probably some like fucking piece of shit banker. Yeah. Uh, so they they are so rich, banker. dude. They banker? are so fucking rich. They yeah. can afford to throw like these elegant balls. So do you think Christian uh, Christian Grey got his money legitimately or maybe he got a loan like a million dollars from his dad in order to start his business? Hey. I had a rough. My dad only gave me a million dollars. I had to build my empire from nothing. I had a, I only had a measly million dollars to start my empire. How? I, that takes courage, man. That takes courage. Courage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. His company is like Gray Holdings. That sounds like a fucking shark firm. <laughs> oh, your little publishing house is dying? Well, guess what? We're going to buy it at its lowest peak. We're going to fire everybody. We're going to put new yep. management in, and then our profit's going to rise, and then we're going to fucking kick out of there. Gutting it. That's what it sounds like his company does. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, his parents are throwing this this elegant ball. It's a, Well, it's a party at first, and uh-huh. then uh, she's like, oh, I don't know what to do with my hair or my dress, and he brings some dude in. Oh, I know what to do with your hair. I don't know why he would do this. Beats, the, beats the living shit out of me. Who cares? It's fine. It's part of the plot. Mm-hmm. So he takes you to this <laughs> to this uh, salon, and the owner is Vicky Vale, Kim Basinger, yeah, Alec Baldwin's man. ex-wife. Um, and uh, you find out Debbie that that's his is okay. Is this a real term in the BDSM community? She was his dominant dom. Yeah, dom. That's yeah. A, so that's a real. They're at least accurate on that yeah. aspect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's the dom and the sub. It's the dominant and the submissive. It's, it's. I mean, it's not very creative. Okay. Uh, it's, just, it's just short as a word. Okay. That's fine. So you find out that she got Christian into this BDSM lifestyle when yep. he was a teenager. Right. Young mm-hmm. and impressionable. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I don't know why you're doing this. Th- this is this is sadistic. Yeah. Well, you find out later he's a sadist. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to I I get to that <laughs> and I will be doing some yelling. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so... You find out that 
Christian owns that salon or their business partner yeah. somehow? Business partners of some kind. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. Makes sense. Totally makes sense. The, uh, the one that turned you out is now your business partner and best friend. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And, uh, is this, not weird at all. Is this a scene where he, with the balls? Oh, yeah. Be, so before the ball, she's, he buys her this, like, fancy dress. And, uh, do you want to, t- uh, yeah. <laughs> do you want to take this part? There's, uh, you know, the, 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 the kind of balls that you use, uh, stress balls that you uh-huh. roll around your hand. Yeah. Uh, but they're just, they're connected. They're on a string. Yeah. Basically, basically, there's a string, there's a ball, a little more string, and another ball. Uh, and they're like stainless steel, shiny, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she's like, oh, I'm not putting those in my ass. And he's like, oh, it's, when it's, I first saw the movie, I thought what, that's where he was going with it. Let it's, me see if I can find, let me see if I can find that on th- there is, there is a use for that. I think the Benoit balls are the ones that go in the ass. What? No. No? No. What? Benoit balls or something else? Let's let let's not talk about this. Okay. <laughs> what do you use yours for, Maestro? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, but anyway, there's there, there two balls on a string, and uh, you basically you put them up in there. And uh, is it only two? In, in this case, it was. Hmm. They, they they go up to I think like six or seven, hmm. maybe even more. Where it's a whole weird thing. This I, honestly, I don't understand how this works. I don't get it. I don't understand what this, where the simulation comes from. But I know it's a thing. Three guys talking about. Huh? You were right. Like, it some, is Benoit balls on the string. Gets off. Thank you. There's no way. There's no way we're gonna figure this shit out. No. I. It, it's apparently it's working. I mean, whatever it's supposed to do, it's doing to her. Is it supposed? Okay. Uh, I'm venturing way out of my uh, waters here. Okay. Is the idea that. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Yeah, uh, it's. I, I'm. Not, I'm not sure how it works. I'm curious. I'm going to ask somebody. I'm, I guarantee mm-hmm. you I'm going to ask somebody because I, I don't understand it. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't make sense to me how it could work. But uh, so he sticks the balls up in her uh, lady yeah. parts, right? And the idea is she's supposed to walk with the ball. Yeah, and that's maybe supposed it's to create. Thing. Oh, Could, yeah. Maybe it's the, the act of trying to keep them in. Uh-huh. Maybe that stimulates something. I'm actually looking up online. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> I don't think we should talk about this. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> he says, okay, I want you to leave them in there for the rest of the night, for the right. rest of the party. Right. And, she, you know, she has trouble walking. Yeah. But it makes it so if he barely touches her skin, she's like, ooh. Yeah. See I get. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There is this thing that I saw online actually called a stress reliever ball sack, and basically what it is is it's a ball sack. <laughs> what? Yes, I know. Right? What's it used for though? Stress relievers. Oh, yeah. but <laughs> but it's supposed to. I think it's called nice balls. Hold on, I'm looking up. All right. So that's not what this is. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice balls, stress ball. <laughs> You can pick it up at Amazon, actually. Oh no! <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not doing that. <laughs> oh, it, it's actually kind of. You can actually stick it underneath the desk, like a like an adhesive or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you're stressed, you just fondle them. That's basically what it is. Oh my! Yep. <laughs> hmm. I, I I never. Oh, they're on sale. I never want to see your search history. I just would would these put that so there. is there stuff like this in the BDSM community? This like the stress the, ball, the sex? ball like going that I that I haven't seen or heard of. Uh, that from what I 
from what I do know about it, it it's more of a prep, preparatory thing. It's to prep you for the Red Room? What? Thing, but just for things. Okay. Uh, for it, it kind of gets things going or loosened up or yeah. just... Well, I thought Benoit balls were mainly used for um, exercises. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm not very versed in this area of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, like I said, I've, I've never seen or heard of, of this of an application like this in this kind of... It, it's not something they teach you in uh, botany school, right? No, no. I'm not a botanist. Mm-hmm. Not a, <laughs> a Benoitist. All right. I found your Christmas gift. Oh, no. <laughs> what have I done? Oh, it's going to be so great. So anyway. <laughs> so uh, Vicky Vale is also at the party. Yeah. And she warns Anna, me yeah. and Christian are the ultimate couple. You better not get in our way. Right. You think you got him now, but it's just your temper. You're going to be out of there. You can't give him what he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe me. I don't know why she's jumping on too. <laughs> Believe me, you got uh, nothing. Uh, you'll be out of here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, we're fed with exposition about his mom, his his birth mom. He he addresses his birth mom, his the mother who gave birth to him as his birth mom, and right. then Grace, his uh, rich mom, as Grace. Right. And uh, his mother was like a crackhead, and yeah, she, so a druggie for she, sure. Yeah, she she OD'd. And he was like stuck in the room with the, her mom, his mom's dead body for like three days. And then her, her pimp or something used to burn his uh, chest with a cigarette. Yep. Um, the, the, the cigarettes burn butts. Yeah. yeah. So that's why he has like a a zone. You don't go in this zone, Anna. That that was that was a weird thing to me. Yeah. Because uh, if you're getting intimate, you're saying if she just puts her hand on your chest, like whoa, we're done here. Next to the room, please. That's because he's a vampire. And if you put a stake next to that spot, he will die. Understood. Well, this whole book series is Twilight yeah. erotic fiction. Fan fiction. Yeah. So it does make sense that he would be a vampire of some sort. Sure. It also makes sense uh, that <laughs> the tongue was that would be a vampire in <laughs> oh, the room. That's true. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities here. This is weird. Between this and the room? Yeah. And then there's the red room? <laughs> where things happen everybody goes and play one place and that's where they, everybody lives and is it, happy it's true this is a real bds room not the mickey mouse room <laughs> i don't get it why is everybody having so much problems <laughs> so they go back uh to christian's uh uh loft or his building that he owns or apparently whatever. the party's happening in their parents house where christian oh. has a room where he grew up as a child yes in this family that's right so he takes her up to his room Removes the balls. Mm-hmm. And another sex scene. Here we go. Yep. Here we go. By the way, I know this is supposed to be for you ladies, but the men are going to have a good time watching this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. One thing I noticed, and I don't know if this makes you a prude or not. Uh, all the- approved or prude. a prude? Prude. Uh, there was no attempt at protection in any of these sex scenes. Nope. It was just like pants off and in and mm-hmm. until completion. Yep. Not a good message to be sending. Yep. You haven't seen each other in 18 months. Who knows yeah. what's who knows what's happening out there? I don't know. You want to get one of these babies inside of you, this guy? Rain publishing herpes. That's <laughs> that's Seattle, right? And coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Especially knowing the kind of stuff that he's into. You're gonna be like, oh, I haven't seen you in 18 months. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're still clean. 
So yeah. So this is where they go back, and uh, Anna's car was destroyed, or right. tagged, or it was wrecked. Yeah. So they assume it's the uh, the crazy chick. The crazy chick. Yeah, the one, the homeless lady looking uh-huh. from outside, who has her uh, uh, wrists bandaged up. So she's a cutter, then, right? That's that's what we're led to believe. Yes. Or he, or, or he might be a, she might be a boxer. <laughs> now we're told later by Christian that this is somebody that she, that she, he used to date. Uh, it didn't work out. She got depressed. She, she slit her mar- wrist. She married someone who then died. Oh, that's like right. he died in like a car accident or something. Yeah. So she's depressed. So she's and depressed. Yeah, she starts slitting her, her right. wrist. But she kind of looks like Anna. Hmm. I wonder why mm. they kind of look together. Oh, we're getting to your scene. Let's explore this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're getting there. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh, Anna's creepy fucking boss tells her, you got to go with me to New York to the to the book expo. Yeah. Or choose your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what he does. Yeah. Job or boyfriend, whatever. Your job it's or some like you, rich yuppie. It's not like you have to work. Yeah. <laughs> so are you a businesswoman or are you just a sort of gold digger? Uh, Come with me or be a gold digger. That's basically what he <laughs> yeah, said. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. And he did the whole waving arms thing. Too. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so she – yeah, this is the scene I'm talking about. She's texting him like, hey, I have to go to New York with my boss. And he's like uh, – it, yeah. It's just like – it should just be the background business, business, numbers, yeah. numbers, wah, financing, wah, wah, financing, wah, 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 wah. stock, stock, <laughs> bonds, 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 business, bonds, business, bonds, business, bonds, sell short, sell short. Like that's yeah, – yeah. that's, that should just be the dialogue in that room because you don't know what the fuck this guy does. Yeah. So he doesn't like that uh, she's going to go to New York with his boss and then this is the scene where he, you know, makes his move on her, does a Harvey Weinstein move. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty much like, a, well, I'm not going to – I'm not going to force you to have sex with me, but you really should. Yeah. <laughs> That's his, like, sell. Uh-huh. Like, uh, if you're going to do it to uh, to get rich, might as well get rich doing something you love, not just some guy that does business. Yeah. It's at least in the publishing game, which you're <laughs> very passionate about. <laughs> and uh, she says no, knee to the groin, runs he out. does the move where she's about to leave and he puts his hand on the door to close it. Yeah. It's that classic move. Yeah. I'm sure Harvey did right. that a few times, right? Yep. Whoa, 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 where you going? Believe me, yeah. this will be, you'll have a good time, believe me. Yeah, she's trying to go, she's like, I really got to go. I'm like, but baby, it's cold outside. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he's saying. It's great sex, it's not Mickey Mouse sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close to the torque. Yeah. And, and uh, she, she gr- no, uh, needed yeah. the groin, runs out of there. And Christian's right outside, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, to pick And her then up. he tells Taylor. Taylor. Take care of it. Yeah. Was, first he's like, oh, I'm going to kill him. He's like, no, stay with me because I'm still frazzled. Yeah. <laughs> from from this whole thing that I did not see coming at all. Uh-huh. Uh, and then like, all right, Taylor, take care of it. All right, fine. So I'm assuming he got blah, blah. he got roughed up a little because that scene outside of that, that he has like a bruise on his forehead. He's got black and eyes. All, yeah, and he's all scruffy yeah. looking. He still has that one hair that. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. For, for you viewers yeah. watching on Facebook. It's, it's, it's the curl that's here and then the rest is back. It's the I'm an attractive guy curl. Yeah. So he's still he's still <laughs> rocking that because yeah. you still have to know even though he he's a psychopath now. Right. Even though he's Jane Gum now. See, I, sh- I should have known. <laughs> oh, from the word. Curl. I didn't. I didn't recognize the curl and be like, oh, it's the curl from the other guy. Yeah. I just I saw a guy with a messed up face. Like I don't even know who that is. Is that the brother? Is that <laughs> who? It couldn't be the brother. I thought they got along. Yeah. Like, why did he do that to that guy? I thought they were with them. Oh, so he's not with them. Mm-hmm. That's a Seinfeld bit. Christian, <laughs> Christian, 
<laughs> yeah. Christian calls well, the CEO. They killed him then. <laughs> Christian calls the CEO of the of the publishing company and he uses his power to get him fired. Yeah. So the next day at work, Anna, so the head of HR, is down there, and she's like, "We don't know who's going to fill a spot. Why don't you fill a spot for this one meeting?" And this is hilarious. The one meeting. Here's what we should do. We should do this and this. Actually, I think we should invest in new publishers that are fresh to young people. Look at this guy. He had 80,000 hits on the internet. What the fuck does that mean? 80,000 hits? What does that mean? It means nothing. 80,000 likes on Instagram? What does that no, mean? Hits, hits means nothing. Hits means well, – it's, it's like Facebook. Impressions. It means nothing. Uh, if I try to advertise one of our podcasts or whatnot, uh-huh. I spend like five bucks. All right. Oh, you got 3,000 impressions. Great. How many likes did I get? None. <laughs> what does that mean? 3,000 people saw this post. Uh-huh. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. They saw it. That's that's our whole pitch. Most of the time, people are Facebook is just scrolling up and down. But oh, oh, you passed that. Oh, yeah, that one you just passed. Impression. Oh, that counts. That counts. Impression. Impression. You linger for half a second. What is that? Is that a? It's like a Bruce Willis on a screen. Ah, uh, something else. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that was the spoilers. That was spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That, no. That's that, impression. That's a big idea. We should reinvest in younger authors that appeal to like an eighteen to twenty-five crowd. Right. Look at this author. He has like eighty thousand hits last month. I don't know what hits are. Don't know what that means. Same thing. It's and then visits. everyone in the meeting is just, oh my god, I never thought of that. How <laughs> did you never think of that? Did you ever have a GeoCities website? Did you ever make your own website like a GeoCities or a I, I made a or, um, no, or, I made or MySpace. I, I had like a blog on a Blogger. The, oh, that's the, right. the, the the the. Did you ever put a counter at the bottom of your website? Yeah, for like times people visited or whatever that's a hit okay that that is a hit okay so you can just sit there and keep refreshing your page and up your hit count <laughs> this is gonna go yeah up. okay so that's our big idea and the ceo of the company i'm guessing this is the ceo he says you know what why don't you take over for him uh, yeah temporarily he, temporarily we'll see how it goes from there yeah and she gets the job this whole movie you don't want to bring in someone else from the publishing world no you don't want to his assistant who we know on file, oh, maybe it's, oh, shit, we don't want her to sue us. And she's fucking the guy who's going to buy this company. Right. Maybe we should just give her the job. Oh, I didn't think of that. Okay. Well, no, but that, that's her thought as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but uh, the way this movie plays out, uh-huh. it is obviously fan fiction. This is a fantasy world <laughs> of somebody uh-huh. coming true. The only parts that are not fantasy is maybe the, maybe the possible rape scene, uh, and, and maybe the possible gun scene later. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's the that's the writers of this movie being like, "This is all way too fantasy. Let's throw some reality in there." Yeah. All right, how about some rape and some guns? <laughs> that brings it down. That that exits fantasy world and makes it more uh-huh. into real. Mm-hmm. Fine. Everything else is like, how is this happening? This, to this to this girl who, by all accounts, is not fantastic. We have nothing about her to show that she's a good quality person. All we know is that she reads the manuscripts she's given, and she gives her feedback. That's it. She's now in charge of a whole division. There's, there's nothing about any uh, – and Christian too. There's nothing about their characters what? that we learn. There's like, oh, I get it. I know why that they're into each other. It's no. What the – what? So he's in business. He's in publishing. That's, that, that is the most we know about them. He's got a messed up past. And she's in the messed up pass, I guess. That's that's yeah. all we got about them. This movie is very upsetting. Okay. <laughs> just from just from a writing standpoint, this this is just, this is it's awful. All right, but they, uh-huh. 
I'll get to my butt later. After, okay. I'll, I'll, after I get I'll, all my venting out. I'll I think we're getting there. I got, I got a big butt. So this is the scene with the gun, pretty much. <laughs> this is the scene with the gun, pretty much. Anna goes upstairs and uh, to get some stuff because she agreed to move in with Christian into his Wayne Manor. Right. Whatever yeah. that building is. After two weeks uh, of dating again, uh, after a year and a half of trying to stay away from the guy, two weeks of dating. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move in together. Fantastic. Fast forward. And then this chick is in the is in her apartment with a gun. Yep. Second part. Okay. It's fine. Out of reality. Great. It's all a fantasy world. So so Christian and his uh, bodyguard slash driver slash Alfred go upstairs. <laughs> and then this is... Is, fuck- is Alfred Favreau? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From Batman and Happy Iron Hogan. Man? Yeah. That's his name in Iron Man. Happy Hogan. Oh, is it? I okay. I knew that. Yeah. I did not. So he comes in and he sees who it is and he uses the Dom card here, right? The dominant card? Yeah. Where he, he tells her pretty much, give me the right. gun, puts it in his pocket. You think those vaginal balls are in there? Anyway, <laughs> puts the gun in there in his jacket pocket and then he says, kneel. And she drops to fucking both knees yep. like a scared little dog. And then he tells her, don't worry about it. I got this. Yeah. Now what? What happens now? Oh, don't worry about her. We sent her a mental hospital. She's fine now. He reaches into his other pocket, pulls out some brass knuckles, <laughs> goes to town. Yep. Yeah, so it's set up in the trailers. I remember the trailer for this movie. It's set up like, oh, man, she's got to deal with this threat. She's in three scenes. Don't worry about it. We're moving on. Yep. That's how you sell tickets, man. Yeah. That's how you sell <laughs> tickets. Ah. Uh. So she has – so now Anna's way, like, the, 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 I got to rethink this. That whole scene there where, uh-huh. she, where he's able to Jedi mind trick her into down might be the the most realistic thing in this entire movie. Okay. That's that's how – so if you're a dom and you're – what is the – Sub. The sub. The, yeah, the submissive. Is it that powerful, the dom, the domination over you that you can just go kneel Yeah, the, the, the outside only, of a red room, for example? Right, yeah. The, the only thing that's different about it, it's not so much of a – it's not like a mind control. It's uh-huh. not like you brainwash them into doing this. It's it's you get into into that character, into that role mm-hmm. when you're into that. Uh, now, I'm sure people that do this as like a, a career doms or career subs, mm-hmm. which actually is a thing, uh, maybe it's, it's it's so much a part of them now that that's, that is their life. So you would be able to just be like, stop, point it at me, sit down. Okay. And, and that's – I mean the, 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 the subs and the doms, they have their relationship where – it's supposed to be – as soon as a dom says anything, no questions. Uh, but this is – again, this is this is wielding power in a way that shouldn't be wielded. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of it, – it's, it's perverting it and making it like a negative type of thing that more so than it actually is. Not more so because it's not – all right. I don't want to get all political. <laughs> Too late. Is there anything wrong with that? All, all that, whatever. Who cares? Uh it just, th- this is a, a slight perversion of it to, to, to make it look like it's more, I think, dangerous than it is. Mm. When I think the Dom and the Sub are both into a mutual agreement where something like this isn't it's, – it's not, you're not in you're not any danger. Yeah. It, the Dom's not going to be like, hey, follow me. Jump off that cliff. Okay. And then jump. That, that's, that, that, that wouldn't happen. So the power is more equal amongst the two? It's, it's an understanding. It's, an, it's a joint yeah. understanding. Whereas this one is he's 100% dominant. Right. I'm only submissive because I, I believe that you care for my well-being. Ah, that's what it is. And I'm only dominant because I—I I, it's a mutual caring in mm-hmm. a weird kind of way. And that, that's what they which is what it. these movies get wrong. Absolutely. They think it's just yep. you being a sadist, which is a perfect transition. Here we go, Adam. So Anna has to re reevaluate. <laughs> he took his glasses off. Uh, 
Anna wants to reevaluate their relationship after seeing that Dom fucking card he pulled out. So he doesn't want to lose her. So he gets on his knees and he realizes, I got to fucking be honest with this chick. Listen, I'm a sadist. I get my rocks off fucking up women who look like my mom. Making them suffer. Making them suffer. It's no longer just being a dominant. It's now pure sadism. Yep. My mom was a piece of shit. And now I want to abuse all women who look like her because I want to take my rage out on my mom. There you go, Adam. I set it up for you. I lobbed it up to you. All right. Here we go. If he was actually a sadist, Mm -hmm. there should be nothing in in the Red Room or anything about anything in his personality that gives pleasure to the woman. Ah. That seems to be a Is that definition? No. Of sadism? No, no. By his – what he's saying. Oh. He is a sadist because he likes to make – he gets off on – Putting other women through pain and their suffering. So, why are all these? What are the fucking Ben Wallboss for? Uh huh. In the red room from the first movie, had like these little feather things to yeah, caress your skin. That no, that's that's <laughs> pleasurable. Uh huh. Unless you're sitting there teasing them to, to death or something, just like just constant teasing until they just explode from blue balls or something. So he should <laughs> whatever is female that possible? Version, whatever the female version of that is. So he so he should have like gnarly shit in that red room, like in seven. He made me use it on her. Remember yeah. that that fucking dick blade thing? Like he should have shit yeah. like that, right? It, it, the, the, uh, too too much of the stuff that we've been led to believe so far that is actually BDSM and uh-huh. and in in, in in some cases tender uh-huh. and and pleasurable. All out the window now. If you're a sadist, then all that's bullshit, and you're bullshit. And and what what is what is this all about then? This is obviously just a line then to get uh-huh. her back, yeah. which she should she should have cut onto, but no. She's like, oh, you opened up to me about being a sadist. That's so romantic. So the, the, the fact that he calls himself a sadist and this this is allowed in this movie to be pulled off. Again, huge respect to the whole the whole BDSM thing, uh-huh. which is not about causing pain. Nope. It, it, it's a byproduct of it, but it's not it's not it's not the, it's not the intent. Yeah. It's that threw, that threw me off. I'm, I'm a sadist. I enjoy getting off on the pain like uh, this everything everything now everything that has happened up to this point is is obviously made up mm-hmm. the person that wrote the book has zero idea of any of this this world and is doing it from a uh what, what they call a voyeur standpoint yeah uh a, a tourist if you will somebody that just comes into these places and be like oh i'm taking, oh, I'm taking, taking pictures like check out the freaks man instead of trying to understand what is actually happening so it's it's a it's a messed up way to to look at it to describe it mm-hmm. to put it in the same context as the rest of the movie and and the world that they're trying to describe it, it's a it's a huge injustice. You know what? That's a good point. I didn't think of that. Why does he have stuff to give pleasure? Yeah. If every woman prior is uh, looks like his mom. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. So he's of that. So, so now he's got the uh, what is it? Uh, not the Oedipus, the other one, Electro Complex, mm. where he's just he's trying to bang his mom. That, that that's where it goes to now. Yeah, he's trying to bang and also hurt his mom. Mm-hmm. Wow, I never thought of that, Adam. It's a good point. Wildly upsetting. Okay, I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, I okay. can tell. All right, you look actually like 
This is bad. This is bad writing. Just like the rest of the movie, it's all bad writing. No, no, nothing makes sense with each other. There's, there's no there's no cohesive points here. Mm-hmm. You're not building characters. You're you're building elaborate worlds. And he proposes to her. She's like, oh, I don't know. I, I don't need. I need time to think. And then eventually, down the road, she says, Yes. You just found out. He gets his rocks off. Like, yeah. Fucking up women will look like his mom. You obviously look like his mom. So deep down, no matter how much he says he'll change or whatever, deep down. You're still going to look like his mom, and he's going to have this fucking rage towards you. And she's still, yeah. I, I, I hate, I'll marry you. I hate, I hate this character. I hate both these both characters. I hate all. I hate every character in this. In this yeah. Everything. Well, we're almost through the movie, Adam. All right. Because uh, all right. uh, Christian is, is he's on a business trip doing who knows what businessing. He's businessing. He's flying his own helicopter like he's fucking Howard Hughes, and he's flying past Mount St. Helens, and I don't know. <laughs> What the fuck happens here? His engine goes out. Are we going to find out in the third one that it was Jack who fucked with his engine? Yeah, oh, yes. I have a feeling that's we're going to find that out in the third one. Oh, that's brilliant. It's a guess. No, wait. Because that's brilliant, it will not be in the movie. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> because it makes sense. It uh-huh. explains things uh-huh. in a logical way. No, not in this fantasy world written up, written up by this uh, Twilight fan fiction person. Mm-hmm. Will not. Will not be allowed. His engine, his, so his engine's going out and his, uh, so the lady who's sitting next to him in the meeting talking stocks, bonds, bail, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. She's next to him <laughs> in the, in the, in the helicopter and they're, and they're, they crash. They go down. Yeah. And it's, and Anna and his sister and his brother and the mom, they're all at his penthouse watching the news. They're covering it like, like I said, like Warren Buffett's fucking chopper went down. Yeah. And then he walks in the door like nothing happened. What's the point? Well, he, he walks in the door five seconds after it's being reported. Uh-huh. Oh, we got reports that they're okay and they're heading home. This is like what you <laughs> complained about the news, right? Where uh, where it's like uh, where they turn the TV on and it's right on that segment yeah. already. Yeah. We call somebody, hey, show Channel 5. Why? Turn it on. We have reports coming in. And it's like starts from the beginning of the story. <laughs> wow. So they knew the story was coming yeah. before they called. The news people text you saying, hey, in about two minutes, uh-huh. I'm going to have a story on. You text your friend. See, what I would have liked here was... For Christian Grey, I'm not saying he's. They had to make him two faced, dude. But like, if he <laughs> got you know just a little scarred up, a little, I would have liked that. That would have been maybe I don't know character growth. Oh fuck, I'm no longer this rich handsome guy. I'm I'm a little fucking. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually rich. I'm actually just a vampire. <laughs> but no, he's because he's him. He's perfectly fine. I'm okay. surprised that chick survived, dude. I'm surprised she didn't die. I'm surprised the writer didn't just go and his business partner died. Yeah. But Christian Grey survived. Yeah, well, he, Flawless. he can't be disfigured because this it would take this out of a fantasy world for the girl. Oh yeah, this this whole movie is is this girl's fantasy world, mm-hmm. and what is depicted as perfect for her, it all happens for her. This steel. So she finally says yes. She proposed. Uh, she she gives him like a for his birthday present a a key a keychain, and it says yes. Yep. So uh, they're going to throw him a birthday party, and this is where he proposes, but, but, Vicky Vale's there. Uh-oh. This scene also outraged me. <laughs> he tell, so Vicky Vale tells Anna, you're nothing but a gold digger. You'll never love Christian the way I did. And then Christian comes out, and- Well, first she throws wine in her face. Oh, yeah. She throws a champagne right yep. in Vicky Vale's face. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Brutal. Well, again, theater- again, but that's another fantasy thing. Every woman wants a little wine in another woman's face. Uh-huh. In the theater, we saw it in. Yeah. 
you heard all the girls go, ooh, like that. <laughs> see? You see? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christian comes out, and I guess she still has the dom over him, right? Because he, she kind of gives him a look, and he gets his uh, handkerchief out and cleans her face. Do you think uh, she still has a little bit of power over him or no? I don't know. I, I think that's just common courtesy. Oh, okay. Just the, or, or maybe it's one of those, uh, what, what, is, I think this is rush hour. Uh, clean yourself up. You're bleeding. Oh. <laughs> and then at the end, clean yourself up. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I think it was just, uh, politeness. Mm-hmm. Because he was, yeah, he's a rich guy. He's, he knows manners. That's his business partner. Yeah, here, clean yourself up. And You're then, dead. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then she continues. Or, or he, he then comes after her. Because he tells her, uh, you taught me how to fuck and it taught me how to love. And his mom, his, uh, ado- uh, rich Grace. mom. Yeah. <laughs> Grace. She's sitting, uh, she's standing in the corner. Just hearing one, that one sentence. She goes and slaps Vicky Vale in the face. She's like, get the hell out of my house. See, th- th- completely th- out of context. I know. Again, this entire scene was just like a, a fantasy thing <laughs> where the girl's being stood down and uh-huh. like, oh no, boyfriend comes to rescue. Mom comes on your side. It's like this, what? We'll, we'll part the Christian here to come in. Uh-huh. We'll part the mom here to come in. They're just standing by the doorway waiting for their cue. Uh-huh. Like, I'll see how long I can handle this. Oh, that's my, that's my end. I can't handle that. Whack. I can't handle that. Whack. Mom comes in and slaps her. It's like, that, this, this whole scene was nonsensical. It was just, okay, let's bring all the characters in. Let's make sure everybody knows we're on this girl's side. Mm-hmm. Again, because this is still a fantasy in her, in her brain. Fantasy world. This is all a fantasy world. This, this won't happen in real life this way. You seem troubled, Adam. Oh, fine. Well, the movie's almost over. Yeah. So he proposes to her with a real ring. So we're led to believe that he cuts off all ties with Vicky Vale. Yeah. But she's in the trailer for the third one. Oh, is she? So she's back. Oh, no. So he cuts all ties with her, and then he proposes to her with a real ring. I'm sure it's like a fucking 50-carat ring. It's yeah. A big-ass thing. With an A clarity or an F, whichever one's the better one. Mm-hmm. I know there's a scale from A to F as far as brown versus white. And they're shooting off fireworks. This yeah. is how fucking rich these people are. They can have fireworks in this big mansion. And on the hill... Watching, there we go. Is Jack Hyde, her old boss, and he's burning a cigarette through his uh, through the picture of his fucking head, just staring. He's got he's all bruised up, presumably yeah. from uh, Taylor man, Alfred Pennyworth fucking him yeah. up. <laughs> and he's a little scruffy, but he's got the he's got the cute guy curl, and he's burning him th- with the cigarette through the face. Yeah, I feel like Christian Grey would like that. Since well, he's into well, no, that see, kind of this, stuff. this is why I was confused by who this uh-huh. guy was. First of all, he was kind of disfigured, so I, I, I didn't know if it was the boss or if it was maybe his dad, the one that burned him with the cigarettes in the beginning, oh. which, which why he has the scars on him. I was like, wait, was that guy? I had to rewind it. Like, I can't. I yeah, can't, yeah, I still it, don't know. it's Jack. Yeah, her old boss. Okay, fine. So now it's no. So he's not. He's not in the cigarette burns. <laughs> That's in his oh, I no zone. In his no zone. But just pain. I don't know. So, dude. Here we go. Part three. It's setting up the big showdown. Oh, damn it. Big billionaire Christian Grey versus unemployed publisher Jack Hyde. Who will win? <laughs> Taylor, the bodyguard. Yes. Because <laughs> Christian's not getting involved. <laughs> can't mess up that, that, that mug of his. So uh, we leave Fifty Shades uh, Darker with a big uh, cliffhanger. Oh, oh no. Jack's going to be involved somehow. And probably Fifty Shades Heavier, too. So this is the Dark Knight of this trilogy. This is the Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy. Oh my God! <laughs> this is the Two Towers of the trilogy. No, oh, please don't. Don't, please don't stop. Sing, yeah, don't single that in there. No. 
You're taking you're taking movies that we love and putting it into movies that we don't love. So the, do how about the Phantom Menace of the uh, of the trilogy? Oh, that, works. that one that works. No, this is Attack of the Clones. The, the Christmas special. How about that? Oh Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, also on our archives from Sea Salt. Oh yeah, the Star Wars the holiday Star Wars special. holiday special. Wow. Well done, by the way. No. And that's the movie. <laughs> yep. That's Fifty so Shades Darker. I remember when I left the theater thinking, did I like the first one more than this one? <laughs> I think I kind of do. I don't, I, yeah. <laughs> if you I had to pick, gun ahead. Yeah. I'd rather have that first one. You're right. You're right. Wow. Because at least the first one is more into the BDSM stuff, which I found interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Whereas this one is just like, uh, oh, I love you. Oh my God. Let's fuck. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. I love you. I love to hate you. It's been 10 minutes. No chemistry. No, still none. The f- like the, 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 actually, there was a little more, I think, in this one than the second one or in the first one because they had those moments where they had like playful banter about uh-huh. things. It's like, oh, that is kind of cute. But, and, and, but that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the whole scene where he, he opposes to her first. He wakes up from a, a dream, proposes, and she's like, oh, you're dreaming. And the next morning, she's like, so did you um, sleep okay? Did you have any dreams? Like, no, I slept the whole night through. I mean, everything was fine. <laughs> Except for the whole proposal thing. I'm like, ah! She's like, don't yeah. mess with me that way. Man, baby, man. <laughs> or when he's working out in his gym, and he's doing that move on the fucking yeah. uh, the, the horse thing. Uh, ho- what do you call that thing? It's a horse something. Pommel? Pommel horse. Yeah. She's staring Which at him. It's a weird like, thing oh, to have, I think, in a home gym. Yeah. Well, Unless you're super rich. Oh, That's shit, true. dude. He might be Batman. <laughs> what does he do at night? Suck on people's necks. <laughs> <laughs> Dresses up. Has dreams. Tormented by his past. Yeah, this was really bad. Martha! <laughs> this movie was really bad. Yeah. Oh, there was also bad a pool writing, scene. like you said. There was a pool scene, which was also... Uh, because I'm uh, nitpicking about the pool. Uh-huh. On the break, it shows one of the balls going into the corner pocket. While that ball is going into the corner pocket, it shows another ball on the rail, not moving. So that ball from the break jumped to the rail and then just stopped and, and stayed there while the other ball rolled into the pocket. Uh, there was also some slight positioning errors as they p- played the game, mm-hmm. but whatever. And then from there, it goes to he says to her, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to be rough with you. And then he just bangs her on the table. As far as rough goes, it doesn't seem very. Yeah. Compared, compared, not compared to the red room. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Hello, that's if, if that if that is rough to you, then what is the red room for? That's murder. <laughs> Maybe the balls were still on the table when they were on there. There were a few, but they were not in the way. Were it they? was all very generic. It was all very generic, just pool table sex. So, your closing thoughts on this movie before we head out? I hated this movie. <laughs> However, uh, yes, I understand its appeal. I get why this does well because this is this is a fan fiction for women. Mm-hmm. The, it, a, a woman would go to see this and be like, "It's hitting! It's hitting all the spots!" Uh, because it, it, it's swept up in all the things. All, there's a lot of like emotional things that I I can't get into. As emotional as I am, <laughs> I couldn't buy into it. Yeah. Uh, but it does I, – I can see getting swept away in the – I want to go see a movie about somebody that's actually making it uh, and and all the things that are happening well in her life and she's finally getting to a better place and all that stuff. I can see how 
it could be romantic, especially for like uh, the type of women that are just more pent up. And this to them is like an exhilarating thing. I, I see the market. I get the market. I see the potential. Mm-hmm. Demographic. I'm sure you're nailing with your demographic. That is not me. That is not us. So we're not going to like it. But I get it. I get why this would be successful. For what they were trying to accomplish, they pulled it off. Uh, it wasn't being accomplished towards me. So it did not work. But I, but I get it. Okay. Make sure closing thoughts before we continue. <laughs> I didn't have to say a bloody thing. I was listening to you guys just rant about it. I'm like, oh, uh, I'm done. <laughs> it's, I never liked it to begin with. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Uh, let's start with the good. Okay. I need, I need a laugh. Stephanie Zacharek <laughs> of Time Magazine says, I've read about them in Time Magazine. <laughs> really? That's what she said? No. If, million, hard, if millions of girls or guys go out to see Fifty Shades Darker with their friends for a giggle or two, then the world is a happier place. I don't understand that one. Can you please say it one more time? So she's saying it's so bad you're going to laugh at it. Okay. Can you use it in a sentence? Can you throw spoons at the screen? <laughs> Maybe balls, the balls at the screen? Ah. Ah! Or cigarette, uh, cigarette butts. Cigarette butts. <laughs> Very good. I have to play some <laughs> yeah, th- There's a lot of butts to talk about today in this, in this uh, movie. And uh, Amy Nicholson of MTV says, The movies aren't so bad, they're good. They're so brilliantly bad, they're genius. With Foley dutifully presenting every inane plot point while gifting us excuses to laugh. All right. That's, so basically what she's... also just saying this movie sucks, but it's funny. Yeah. Okay. See, that's another... Ru- that's a room rating. That's no, the same, oh, that, no. that rating could be applied to the room. Uh-huh. Wow. Now the bad reviews. Oh, here we go. Melissa <laughs> Anderson of The Village Voice says, No safe word can protect you from the sequel's depleting incoherence. It's punishing pileup of plot and its inability to successfully stage, even once, the franchise's claim to notoriety. Sex scenes, whether accessorized with hardware or not. <laughs> Adam Graham of the Detroit News says, There continues to be no chemistry between department store mannequins, steel, and gray. (laughs) And the world's director, James Foley, builds around them is flat and and unrecognizable as real people. Yes. Thank you. That's a genius. Peter Travers of (laughs) Rolling Stone says, Fifty Shades Dumber is more like it. The only conviction Johnson and Dornan bring to their roles comes in their mutual awkwardness. This softcore swill is hardcore awful. See what he did there? I, I, I appreciate the review. I don't appreciate the tagline. More like Fifty Shades Dumber. Yeah. Right? Am I right, guys? <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it's not darker, it's dumb. And finally, <laughs> Stephen Witte of the Newark, Newark Star Ledger says, What do these two people even see in each other? What ties them together? For a movie about bondage, the stars seem strangely disconnected. I can think of one thing. Paycheck. Paycheck. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes. I'm so glad Charlie Hunnam got out of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was going to be Christian Grey. Yeah. Actually, I could see that Jack Hyde, her boss, being more of a better Christian Grey than this Christian Grey. He has the look more of like a... Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's more of a handsome... Who did I say last time? I think I I like Christian Bale for this role. (laughs) Maybe because he does Bruce Wayne. Or maybe because he's Batman. He's already dressed up in leather. Because he can do Bruce Wayne. And And he he gets angry at people on set. <laughs> and he could also do uh, whoever's character was in Psycho, so he, he could, like 
He switches. He, he can switch it. He's a method actor. Not dude. to say that. No, dude, dude, he's a psycho. Ah, no, is he a method actor? Myself. Christian Bale. Yeah. He kind of is, but not not like Daniel Day Lewis though. Oh, that's true. And now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85% and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's do the audience first. Okay. This is, this is going to be... Painful. I don't know. Because as much people that would go on purpose to watch it and like it. Mm-hmm. They also bring someone with them that is not going to want to like it. So I feel like that makes that point you. <laughs> so then you have the rest of the people that are just going to not like it. Hmm. Audience. But they're making a... Well, they're only making trilogy. three movies because there's three books. Yeah. But did they contract the for the tri- three books? Did they contract for the movies before or after? It was. It would, I don't know if this is uh, cheating or not. Was there a three-picture deal at the beginning? Most likely, yeah. If I had to guess, that doesn't help, does All it? Right. I'm gonna give it. Uh, so many people are gonna upvote this for no reason. I'm gonna give it a 41. Okay. You know what? 83. That's hold on. It's 49. percent Oh God! It's rotten with the audience. Woo! I was just I was expecting it to go much higher. That's all I was saying. Oh, thank God. I didn't believe it. I yeah. just thought it was possible. Good. Now the critics, Thinking the tomato meter. Being friends. <laughs> tomato meter. The critics should not have any any kind of uh, like, oh, but it's a cute story type or whatever. It's empowering. Plus, uh, correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm being uh, sexist, mm-hmm. most, most reviewers are male. Critics? Yeah, critics. Uh, yeah, I'd say that, yeah. Okay. So they're going to this movie, and be, hopefully, like I am, just like, what the, mm-hmm. what the actual... Uh, hmm. Twelve. Okay. Ooh, that's a, nice, that's a nice number. I will see your twelve and raise you an additional twelve for twenty-four. Ten percent. Wow! Wow! <laughs> it is ten percent rotten. All right! If you look closely at the screen, I'm back, baby. Oh, all right. If you look closely <laughs> at the screen, you look like you're like vib- like like you can vibrate through like some like like the flash does in the you know. The- <laughs> Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Yeah, he's been in a lot of our movies, and since we love him, we decided to ask, what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this movie? Gray. No. Come on, he gives some need, life to him. You still need some. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jack, her boss. His boss. <laughs> okay. Absolutely, that's believable as hell. And, and it would make sense. It makes the most sense. And it'd be the funnest. Okay. And then that means he's coming back for the third. Yep. <laughs> on board with that idea. You do realize that's the only thing that's holding you, holding you, like, for watching the third movie was, is a fictional idea of Giamatti oh, being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bit, bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. I didn't really find anything, but. Ah, oh, shucks. The this movie is dominated for eight All the Razzies. Razzies. <laughs> All of them. And we don't know if they won because it hasn't happened yet. It's for this year's oh, Razzies. So I'll tell you what it's nominated for. Well, it will definitely be on our like uh, our spoilies. Mm-hmm. Yes. This movie's nominated for worst picture, good. Worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel. Okay. Worst director. Yep. Worst actor, Jamie Dornan. Yep. Worst actress, Dakota Johnson. Nice. 
Worst Supporting Actress, Kim Basinger. Uh, Vicky Vale. She wasn't bad. She didn't, it wasn't her fault. She just did what needed to be done. It wasn't done. her fault. Yeah. Uh, worst screen combo for any combination of two characters, two sex toys, or two sexual positions. <laughs> Power of twos. <laughs> and finally, worst screenplay. All right. And now? Good, good, good. Money makes the world go round or be all these shocking blue. Yeah. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Fifty Shades Darker, $55 million. $55 million. I moly. I don't know where it went. Who do you think it got? Vanessa what? Williams? <laughs> I think it went what? to the helicopter The crash. helicopter fucking yeah. crash. <laughs> yeah. Putting the smoke in the uh, back of that engine, man. So $55 million. How much do you think it made worldwide? Uh, it's going to have a big opening weekend. Oh, yeah. I was there. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> uh, rest my case. I'm going to go 91. Worldwide gross. Okay. Worldwide? Yep. Uh, 98. Okay. Worldwide. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I'm, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I'm going to go for the gusto here. Don't price it right, man. No, no, no. I'm going to go for about, like, what, 350 Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. In the U.S., this grossed $114.5 million. Overseas, it grossed $266.5 million, bringing its total worldwide gross to $381 million. It made, like, eight times its budget. I was shocked when I found that. So, I have a question. I didn't realize it made that much fucking money. I know this was, like, a hit, sort of. I... Every time we watch a movie that we really hate but everyone loves, it always blows our mind the price. That's why whenever Adam chooses this one, I always like inflate it because of that. But really? I, I thought I was being generous with a 90. And I thought I was being ridiculous by going that high. You were. Why? Well, obviously. As everybody else that saw this damn movie. $381 million, guys. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So is this a success because they made money, or is it a success because no? That's the only reason yeah, why because of money. No, no, that's it. it yeah, it made, it, yeah, that's the only reason why it's a success. Only reason is yep. it? Do you think the it's people ten percent, dude? Do you think they're just playing off the idea of the movie, or these people that are actually directing it and acting it will actually get a decent job after? No, this is fake news. This is what this is. <laughs> this is the, this is the, people are watching this thinking they're getting like insider information about a certain world that is all falsified, okay. and they're just like, oh yeah, oh I know all about that stuff. I bet you there's people walking around thinking that they know about this the world that Christian Gray, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the Christian Gray lives in, and taking it as fact, and it's this is fakeness at its finest. This film debuted in second place on the weekend of February 10th, 2017, with $46.6 million. I was there. Number one that week, <laughs> The Lego Movie. Thank God. Number three that week. That's a lot of range. <laughs> number three that week. You can't take the kids there. John Wick, Chapter 2. Ooh. Which I was begging. I was like, can we just watch John Wick? She goes, uh, no. You, you should have asked her, can I buy a ticket to John Wick and then go see your movie? So oh, to I, support John just Wick? Like, just so the money goes that direction. We have to watch that for the to continue the John Wick world. Please. Yeah. Oh, let us. we watched it. When did we watch it? Every time. I, I think as soon as it came out on DVD. As soon as he got his, his No, but I'm uh, saying for the, for the show. Oh, yeah. We got to oh. watch Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to Box Office Mojo, 
Fifty Shades Darker is the eleventh highest grossing film in the category romantic drama. How is this eleventh? Number one. Okay, I want to read you the top five in this category. Romantic drama. There's something about Mary. And I want you to That's tell me it. if any of these five qualify oh, okay. for romantic I'm not drama. Try to guess then. Number one, Titanic. Yes. Yeah, okay. For the most part. Sure. Number two, Ghost. Yes. Patrick Swayze. Romantic drama. Just one person who happens to be dead. All right. It wasn't a comedy as much as Whoopi tried. Nope. <laughs> Number three, Pearl Harbor. Oh, where? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, where? We, uh, the, the wheels are off the wagon at this point. Number four, Fifty Shades Grey. Meh. And finally, number five, Jerry Maguire. Eh, yeah. Okay. I think Vanilla Sky would be more like it. But Pearl Harbor, dude. Romantic drama? That's... No. Finally. That's... that's That almost seems racist. Or unpatriotic or some kind. Finally. <laughs> I don't know why. This movie was the 27th highest grossing film of 2017. Number one last year was Star Wars The Last Jedi. Of course. Mm. Where can you watch Fifty Shades Darker, Adam? Fifty Shades Darker can be watched on the Amazon. Uh, if you're going to watch it on Amazon or buy anything on Amazon, not any of ideas we gave you earlier in the episode, but if you want to buy anything <laughs> on Amazon, uh, do that. Go to our website first, ratpackpodcast.com. Click on the banner on our website. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. Yep. That's 2017's Fifty Shades Darker, directed by James Foley. Check out our website, ratpatpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week... We're taking a movie request from oh. my mom. Yeah, your mom, man. She she sent a tweet uh, to to the to the yes. account the at spoiler show. Uh huh. And she said she wants us to watch the taking of Pelham one two three. Now there's two movies. There's there is the original from 1974, and there's the remake with Denzel and John Travolta from 2009. She wanted us to do the OG, the original from 1974. Breaks all the rules before 1990. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's way before 1990. Yeah. So next week, we're watching the original. You got to say this. Original Taking yes. of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Not the, the, the non-Denzel one. By the way, I may or may not watch both of them. Okay. <laughs> it's possible. Okay. Just, so, just, just for comparison's sake. Yeah. I only saw the original. But I do remember. I saw the remake first. Oh, okay. And then I saw this one. Okay. So check out The Taking of Pelham 123 next week. Happy Valentine's Day out there. Happy Valentine's. <laughs> Hope you uh, are doing well with your significant other. Yeah. If you do see Fifty Shades Freed, send us an email. Tell us what you think because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it this weekend or next weekend. I'm going to be watching it. By okay. the time I'll give you my little mini review of it of for the next, the next uh, uh, Facebook Live uh, session. All right. Haven't we picked up with that one yet? <laughs> I don't know. So until next time. Thanks. This is Hollywood. I'm Astro. I'm Adam. I'm Adam.